Welcome back, everybody. We're back at it again with another episode of Let's Talk Big Tings, where we talk big tings. I'm Sadie. I'm Hawa. And I'm Katie. And today we are going to talk about Black love. Mm-hmm. And yes, <laughs> we're going to get into what that is and what's the difference. We're going to try and talk about how that kind of looked like for us growing up and just kind of what that looks like for us now. And also we're going to touch on whether or not you can be pro-Black and date outside of your race. So Ooh, very up. excited. I know, mix up. I'm excited. Because we haven't talked about this. So I'm very curious to hear no, your opinion. we haven't. That's like even on our ones, we've never talked about something and like that. And we talk about everything. So I'm surprised this pro-Black you know, conversation hasn't come up. <laughs> but here, true. we're going to be live and direct. Here we are. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> your but, face. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you can, you can be pro-Black and still date outside. Are we starting uh, with that first? The only reason why I say it is because like, I know people who literally just fall in love with people's personalities and it just vibe, but they're still like pro-black and their partner is still like pro-black. Um, but is that always that's fighting? Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm just saying in certain instances, I didn't want to rule that out. You know what I mean? I okay, wanted to okay, give okay. the little small, small, you know. So, okay. Just yeah, because I, cause I do know people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's not every day, you know, everybody who who's anti <laughs> no but but for the most part people who don't like their own kind will date outside their like internalized racism yeah exactly or for those guys who literally just adore white women there's a reason why you just adore white women don't even don't even my heart sorry no no No, we're definitely gonna touch on that we're gonna touch on that yeah Yeah. well somebody had to say it (laughs) i'm dead let's rip the bandages off It is what it is. She said that's a sneak peek. But But I feel like I feel like we should start on on black love. We should start on on defining what that is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um and I know that that looks different for everybody, but I guess I can start with my opinion. I feel like black love is just black people loving on each other because there's a baseline mutual understanding and respect for one another. And I think that like that's the key word is understanding. Um, we understand each other because of our culture and because of the things that we face in this racially biased world. And so having someone to provide like a safe place is is comfortability and um, having someone that knows and relates to the disparities that we face is also comfortability. So I feel like that's the you importance of disparity. Okay, Professor Sadie. <laughs> Bye. Me, Shout out to I'm not even the master's. I'm not even the master's student. You she are. Is. <laughs> You're, like, You're so ugly. <laughs> You're so no, she ugly. is. Wow. Big up yourself. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like you can see that in many different cultures. Um, we just call it black love but you can see different people who prefer to Mm -hmm. date or marry within their own culture or within their own race because there's that cultural understanding and they also just want to keep that alive I know like a lot of Jewish people who even say like I will only marry Jewish people because I you know want to keep that alive and there's like um they just want to keep you know that culture going kind of thing so it's not that's the same way that I view like black love 
Um, a lot of people may not agree with it, but I feel like Black love can be viewed in that same lens. And I feel like Black love can be seen in not just in a romantic sense. It can be seen in like um, Black mothers loving on their children, Black fathers loving on their children, um, Black friendships, Black mentors, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's how I view Black love as. Um, but how do you guys perceive it? And like, why do you guys think it's important? Um, honestly, you started that off. I was about to say, can we even go after that? Like, I don't even know what to say. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. She said, black mothers and children. Um, but no, I really, really appreciate that you also brought up not just like romantic relationships, but again, like relationships between black mothers and like their black sons or their black daughters and black fathers and, and stuff like that. That is very, very important because I feel like in the black community, your family is such an important like structure to um how just who you are it just really defines who you are it it, culture really helps that as well in like raising children and like keeping like the love alive same with a religion um I just love seeing you know two black people just creating something I just love them appreciating each other understanding each other being a safe haven like what you said Sadie creating like a safe space someone who understands like the struggles like for me personally as like a black woman um who doesn't like downplay it who doesn't who's not like blind to it kind of thing who's sticking up for me um and stuff like that and like me doing the same for them vice versa so I don't know it's just something special right right it is special (laughs) Katie you're up next why did I go last (laughs) y'all should have made me go first y'all should have made me go first no but 100% it's literally what y'all said combined like with the whole um, talking about not just black relationships but also relationships outside of romance so like whether that's friendships whether that's even like literally just seeing strangers on the street and just smiling like it's it's ridiculous mm, bro right. or like walking into an environment and you see other black people and automatically you feel comfortable or happy like every time I step into a room or um I travel somewhere I look around the room to see how many that black part. people are in the room and I do that so unconsciously like I just do it now without even thinking um but in regards to just like black love in general literally what you said and then in regards to comfortability understanding where I come from knowing the history or at least a little bit of it you know what I mean so I'm not re-educating you every time a situation comes up I'm telling you why this person was acting racist or Mm. why this person's bias um unconscious bias was wrong or whatever the case is um but overall it can be complicated obviously love is complicated as well but understanding the complexities of it and then finding a way to work through those issues but also having boundaries and knowing your limits and knowing when enough enough is enough I feel like um that also has to do with like cultural ties and religious ties and all that stuff but in regards to what you said Sadie um especially you brought up the Jewish idea like the Jewish point same thing with in our religion and our culture like my mom's always boosting about oh hope you find a man but I hope you find either a guinea or cereal (laughs) that part yeah (laughs) And me in my head, I'm like, if only you knew. <laughs> <laughs> if only you knew your daughter. Literally, if only you knew. I'm like, yeah. Um, can we just appreciate the fact that he'll be African? Let's let's right. that he'll be somewhere in the middle. You know what I mean? He'll be Muslim. He'll be black. Let's, let's do that. Inshallah. Mm-hmm. But in regards to being 
Sierra Leone and Guinea? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. You never really know, right? So yeah. it's just one of those things, like, I don't know. Love is complicated. Like, love can be blinding. <laughs> love can be unreal. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Co- oh! complicated <laughs> it goes hand in hand it goes it does, hand it, hand. Does. it does and communication it goes back to communication Ooh. is key um understanding your values and like what you want from each other before you dive in too deep mm-hmm. um it's always good to know certain things like what you value your religion what goals you have in the future before mm-hmm. you jump into the deep end because when you figure those things out later on it becomes a little bit too late and that's where the issues come up then divorce and yelling and ah all the wahala yeah wahala wahala keyword for today no actually no just love period is wahala i'm dead (laughs) that's what it is yeah that's true you're right it's beautiful but it can also be a lot of wahala (laughs) and uh (laughs) um well i know for us growing up we grew up in an African household. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm just kind of wondering what did Black love look like for you guys in that lens? I know that that's very different um, to look at Black love from an African perspective in comparison mm-hmm. to what that looks like for um, North Americans. But um, yeah, do you guys have anything to say about how Black love was represented in your homes? Yeah. Um, I feel like when it comes to like Fulani culture, especially, religion is mixed into it so islam is mixed into it and um more times in islam love comes after marriage so you know marriage is is mainly about you know keeping the religion alive having children um practicing it teaching your children about the religion and the culture um which i guess to them that is love so i've i've I've, I haven't seen like, I guess the North, the Western way of how a monogamous relationship should look like mm-hmm. in an African household, you know, like all lovey-dovey and stuff like that. Um, it's just not something that I saw. I mean, I'm kind of glad because that would probably make me very uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> um, but I still understood that like, obviously my parents loved each other just in how um, they they raised us and uh, the values that they instilled in us and like the beliefs and stuff like that. So it was obviously very different. If someone else were to come into our household and see how they interact with each other, they would probably think like, are they together? Mm-hmm. Or it's like, yeah, no, it's just like a normal Tuesday night. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like it, because of the religion, it like mix in, it ties in with, you know, how to kind of like love your wife or love your husband in in our household or in my household no 100 percent. especially in regards to like how to love one another in regards to like i, I look at my mom and her loyalty <laughs> out of this world her mom's um, loyalty out of this world. Is no, there's no other loyalty kind. is her there's no out other of this world there is no no, no one lo- more loyal than she is Nobody. which is out of this world Nobody. so when i look at that it's more it, it's learning things like oh 
this is what you have to do or this is what you should do for your husband and this is this is how you should cater to him like she embodies that whole um mentality of like catering catering to your man and making sure that he's good um and like the way i guess it's kind of reciprocated is also like making sure that she's happy literally just cracking jokes like my dad's i guess he can be funny you know what i mean he has jokes he has a little one two your dad's funny i guess a little one two here and there (laughs) 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 so like no they they can be cute and kikied up and hugging or whatever whatever things like that do occur um it's it's cute it does make me like like oh my gosh like you know zach love whatever but like in regards to embodying the same exact attributes uh, for catering to a man Mm. I don't think I could be held at that high of a standard only because I feel like it has to be reciprocated in regards to um, our culture it's not necessarily reciprocated it's more of like we have to like lay down for this man like we have to do the cooking the cleaning the washing the setting the table the cleaning the table Mm -hmm. the, the laundry the folding the arriving home after work and still do the cooking like things like that sorry me can't do it (laughs) (laughs) only because like it's like yo we're all gonna be working we're all gonna be making money so like obviously yes you should definitely cater to your man if you love one another but vice versa keep the same energy Mm -hmm. um because me i'm looking for someone who can cook you know if you should be able to every day every day you're looking (laughs) and you're looking for an african man who can cook for you yeah 100 percent they're out there. I know they're out there. My mom laughs every time I tell her. She goes, Me, I'm up too. <laughs> hey, Hala. Give her some yeah. hope now. See, nobody can be Nene. Nene, Hala, she I'm is sorry. the type to do. I'm not going to lie. I am the type to cater to my man. 100%. But the difference is you want to. Yeah. Okay? That's yes. true. I do Baby, want to. It's again, not say it one more time. Again. <laughs> again. The difference Baby. is she wants to. Thank she you. Thank you. Force, it's not by force. Like she should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when he comes really and says, Oh, Nene, go make me da da da. You're about to say, excuse me? <laughs> and if you don't, you're about to call me so I can come I'm and done. say, excuse me? Yeah, no. Obviously, <laughs> he would done. definitely have to be like very appreciative and mm-hmm. like like make me feel secure as well but like i just love you know i would love to i would definitely that would definitely be like me, to be honest i do yeah. but i do understand that you do have to reciprocate the same energy because 100%. especially like just african mentality like the man just only providing financial support and that being enough alone it's mm-hmm. not you need to provide love community i mean not community communication yeah. um community you know? too low-key well yeah and, yeah that's true and even in regards to the finances we're making money too so period if we're bringing money to the table and you're bringing money to the table and we're, we have to do all the xyz behind i don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> no absolutely yeah, i feel like right. the the mentality definitely needs to change for sure yeah, for sure i'm very surprised with both of your answers actually no more surprised with how i was into but <laughs> <laughs> really i knew exactly what Are you were gonna you? say <laughs> really no because uh, the society in africa is just much different and so for me personally i knew love to be very toxic very oh, sexist lack of yeah display of affection yeah. Um, Sadie said I'm calling uh, everybody out. Oh, she is. <laughs> hey. Hey, don't do that. <laughs> I don't want you guys beaten tonight after that. Um, no, but it's true. It's true, though. It, it's because of the way we see it, though. Because for them, it's that's normal. normal. Right? Yeah, and that's exactly. love. 
But it's like we saw, I mean, let me just speak for myself. I saw a lot of like domestic abuse and violence. And so as a child, I was confused because yeah. I was watching all these Disney shows. And Disney, Disney, yeah. and, Disney show. and, and what I saw was not reflecting the homes. Yeah. <laughs> so me, I was, I was, I was very confused. And obviously as a child, I knew that that, that love wasn't supposed to be that way because obviously it was, it was causing stress and sadness. And I'm like, mm. obviously as a child, you put two and two together. Why are these people sad? Clearly something's wrong type of thing. And so I don't know if this is like an African thing. So I can't really, you know, make a general statement and say that all African marriages are toxic. Um, but the, all I know is that like, that's just what I saw. Um, and so, yeah, trying to be very careful with what I say, but um, mm. I think that is something that we can definitely get into even more in like a future episode, because I feel like, African marriages, relationships, and like relationships all across the board, mother and daughter relationships, um, mother and father relationships, auntie and niece relationships. Mm-hmm. That's a conversation that can be dissected even more. So we'll get into yes, that later. <laughs> no, but you, but you definitely- Katie is so mixed up. <laughs> no, she really is. Only if y'all knew how mixed Only if y'all knew. But um, no, you brought up a great point about like uh, toxic toxicity, like masculine, masculine tox. I can't say toxic it. masculinity. Yes, toxic yes, <laughs> that is a huge, especially with Guinean men, because yeah. a lot of Guinean men, like a lot of them, are abusive. Like I don't mean to scare y'all if y'all in one right now. Hopefully he's even paid. Sierra Leone men too. Eh, don't no, sleep. No, that's true. That's true. Like obviously, it's just not as seen. <laughs> It's not. And it's it's very upsetting because the way that I guess our culture deals with marital conflict, mm-hmm. you have to keep it within the family. Um, and obviously the men will always side with the men. You know, Probably. they don't they even if there's physical like um mm-hmm. facts that the mm-hmm. woman has been, you know, abused, abused. or whatever, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, you know what, maybe you should just just do this for your man. Just do this. Just, you know, relax. Stay yeah. home. Cook for him kind of thing. Just make him feel comfortable. Right. But obviously, we know that, like, that's not going We're to go. Com- mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So definitely, that's definitely a big thing in a lot of these uh, Guinean and Sierra Leonean households. Um, but obviously, it's kept hush-hush in the family um but yeah you brought up a great point which i'm glad you brought up that point because that's that's important to know so you said let me expose everybody real quick <laughs> that's not what i did that's not what i did i was just, just providing a different perspective but it's so true though and it's kind of scary because like i always bring up the point where you never really know an individual no matter how much you may love right. this person or that how part. much it may be you may be kiki with them and it may be great the honeymoon phase may last like 27 years, 27 years of marriage. And next thing you know, this person yeah. switches up. No, now he's like absolutely. abusive and doing X, Y, Z and part, not showing up and absolutely. cheating. And, the, and you're just like. I always say 27 years for what? Four kids. Exactly. What, but, but, and it's also it's like, what did I do different? Like what? Yeah. And then you start to look at yourself and then these women actually start like blaming, sh- like blaming themselves. And that's what, that's terrifying. That is absolutely <laughs> no, terrifying. And I pray none of us have to go through that because I'm fighting. Oh. <laughs> Throw your dukes up. Throw your dukes up. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah no. It's definitely... man touches me. Oh. Nah. The way that all of us went. Not this lifetime. I was about to I, say. I don't even know what I do. That's the joke. <laughs> I don't even I'd know what I do. I'd be so shocked. <laughs> I'd be so shocked. <laughs> I'd be like, did you just hit me? <laughs> 
then I have to call all Amanda. Um, <laughs> no, it. literally, the amount of people that Katie know, that man will not survive. No, but like, because like, why are you hitting me? <laughs> <laughs> but also, but how do you guys feel about like, because I do know there are some women who are out of pocket, who will do the most, mm. who will start the hitting mm. and the throwing and the clashing and the hitting, punching, throwing, kicking, fighting. Mm-hmm. What's the man supposed to do? Ah. Uh. Oh God, um, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's a sticky situation, yeah. It I'm like, <laughs> it's a sticky situation, isn't it? It is. Like, it's definitely same, a double standard. Uh, it is a double standard, yeah. but it's like at the end of the day, we're all human, right? You're yeah. not just gonna take a beating from a next person, <laughs> especially so, like if that person's trying to kill you. Uh-uh. Yeah, Self defense. Self-defense. But I I don't know because a lot of the cases, you know, women will do that and then it'll still be turned up like against the man because it's Mm -hmm. like, why are you physically you know the woman so i, I yeah, don't know i can't true. really speak on that because i don't even know what my stance is yeah it's one of those it has you has to be in the moment yeah right for sure. like i have right. to see it happen oh yeah for sure um but yeah no getting back on black love because y'all we're here to promote black love <laughs> oh yeah we are we but I think as to why Black love is such a like hot topic or it comes up in a lot of conversation is because I feel like that there's the question of whether or not Black love is dead. And obviously by the conversation we just Ooh. had, I mean, <laughs> that could indicate why we're even talking about Black love <laughs> in itself. And yeah. it's actually something that I do want to bring up um, that happened recently on the BT Awards. Um, first, uh, shout outs to Sean on the podcast you know yes big up yourself go check him out go check him out recently me i'm confused <laughs> no but shout out to sean uh we recently just um did an episode on his podcast talking about the bt and giving you know hmm. our opinions on the performances so y'all go check it out it's called the safe room yes um but yeah no Back to BT Awards, Taraji P. Henson was the host. And um, there was a point in the beginning of the show where she was basically listing all the things that um, Black people kind of need to reclaim back. And she said something along the lines like, we, like Black women, we want our Black men back and we need them back. Mm -hmm. Like white women give our Black men back. And I'm not going to lie, the crowd went extremely silent. And so that's a lot. That's a lot. For an award was, show? <laughs> for an award show, it was very I don't know who made that script up, but anyways, yeah. the thing that I kept on seeing on Twitter <laughs> is because <laughs> Twitter. I can see Black Twitter out of pocket. No, for sure. But the thing that I kept seeing on Twitter was that why are we black women begging mm. black men to come back when they are mm-hmm. the ones choosing mm-hmm. to go after these mm-hmm. either mixed or white mm-hmm. women? And so there's this whole notion that black women should stop like begging or waiting for the right black men to come mm-hmm. because they don't, not all of them, but most of them <laughs> don't mm-hmm. care about us, quote unquote. So mm-hmm. um, I'm just like curious, what is your take on that? I agree. No, because it's like, it's so true. It's like, why are you sitting there waiting for someone who doesn't want you to be in your life only for them to come and treat you disrespectfully? Because K. Michelle said you cannot raise a man. So you better say that. (laughs) 
he's already grown what you gonna do period what like you wonder why he acts like a boy it's because he wasn't raised right before you let me just stop (laughs) no that is that song gets me my feels yeah but like sadie i 100 percent agree because it's it's true right but and then and then we blame like more times we blame like white women like oh you guys stop stealing our mans yeah. like da, 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 da. when it's so like now that i'm really deeping it <laughs> it's like yo how are we gonna blame you for them wanting you that's true it's no, like paging it's like true. your your boyfriend getting into an outside relationship and cheating on you but you go blaming the girl for him cheating on you yeah that, and you're not yeah, checking your understand, man but yeah yeah it like, doesn't make sense exactly so it's like one of those things where you just have to be confident within yourself like love yourself and know that mm-hmm. either the right person is coming or you meet the right person or you just show yourself, sis. <laughs> I know, but like through that, do you guys think that black love is dead? I don't think it's dead. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's dead. To say it's dead is a little bit over the top, I think, because I still see black love in the air, whether that's with my friends or outside relationships on social media, whatever the case is, I'm still seeing black love in the air. I still have hope for it yeah. because that's the love I see myself with, right? So, <laughs> right. Um, I don't think it's dead. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that negative energy in the air either. To say it's dead. Like, are we rude? <laughs> <laughs> are we rude? <laughs> oh like, my God. who decided that? But, like, that's once right. upon a time, I did used to think that. Yeah. So, right. Um, I've just seen, I've seen too many examples, like, to this day of mm-hmm. Black men just, especially when it comes to dark-skinned women, just mm. the things that they say, how they view them, like, oh, you guys are ghetto, you're ratchet, right. you're too loud, or you're too dark. Um, or, you know, they see, like, a thick Black girl, like, oh, you're too big. But then they see a thick white girl, and it's like, oh, that's the one. Like, it doesn't... <sighs> You're looking for it's these black sense. features on some. Mm. It really isn't. It's not making sense at all. And the internalized racism really jumps yeah. out. It really yep. jumps out. So there was like saying there was a time where I was like, "Yo, black love is dead." Like, mm-hmm. I might have to marry a. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and like mm-hmm. i don't want to because i've always seen myself at the end of the day marrying a black man and that right. is what I want. but it's hard. It's hard. It's hard finding a black man who appreciates a black girl you know that's why we need to move no i went to the states that was not a problem period yo american (laughs) men is where it's at i don't know because we live really confident they confident american men is where it's at i'm just saying numbers two eight nine six zero but (laughs) no i mean Um, just give them your whole number no at this point (laughs) the address sin card everything at this point it honestly depends the on card. <laughs> everything bro social yeah, postal code numbers. and everything postal code the addy you yeah. know but like it depends on where you go. honestly it's all about timing it because is you can also find it here you can um no no sparse, that's but... true i guess that's true i i agree with you guys black love is definitely not dead i mm-hmm. think it's more so i guess hidden in, in... <laughs> It's hidden. I think it's in critical condition. Okay. Not on life support. <laughs> I think it's on the way to the hospital. Life <laughs> support. Damn. Um, I'm actually I, done with Sadie, bro. <laughs> I say that because 
there's just I think there's this huge like gender war that like mm. you see all over social media between like black men and and black women like the, the, the things that we're saying about each other like we're saying that black men are trash and scum and niggas and shit and black men are saying like what you said like black women mm-hmm. are too hard to deal with or we're yeah. too much etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah. so obviously there's reasons as to why we're saying these statements about each other but there's so many um deep-rooted issues that we have um as black people alone and and with each other and i feel like it's affecting the way that we interact with one another um but i feel like another issue is that black love is not represented in the media enough and like Mm -hmm. i think this new generation is is heavily influenced by media um specifically our especially like our subconscious i feel like uh we are part of that media influence as well because like you said how like in the hip-hop culture you'll hear black people or black men specifically not all black men but a lot of black men talking about how they quote-unquote have these preferences for women and lighter skinned black women or mixed race or whatever and it's like you don't really see dark skin love being represented do you really see dark skin like a just a dark skin family on tv like loving each other not really or just a black family in general loving each other not really and one thing that I'll never forget is on um, Dark and Lovely podcast. Uh, shout out to them. I was listening to, to an episode. Hey. I know. Shout out <laughs> to them. Um, I was listening to an episode and a statement that they said that I really like, I really deep. I was like, if there's like a group of black girls in a room and a black man were to walk in, um, most of those black girls would think to themselves like, damn, okay, I wonder if that black man even likes black women but then for dark skins it's like a step further and it's like they ask themselves that question they're like i wonder if he even likes dark skinned women and i'm like it's really sad that we even have to think about that about our black men because they come from black mothers and fathers and it's ridiculous that we even have to like you know take it a step further to ask that question if they even like us or want us and i think that's why it's so frustrating um because here we are trying to talk and promote about black love but it's hard because you know the situation that we're in so yeah no (laughs) no it really it really it really is frustrating and also like like going back to media I'm just tired of seeing a black man and like a light-skinned white like a light-skinned uh woman or a mixed-race woman or just you know it's never dark-skinned man dark-skinned girl or like dark-skinned girl and a lighter boy like I don't it's I don't know it's very frustrating and annoying It it is very annoying um, but I think that's a good segue into mm-hmm. you know, the debate or whatever. And we're here. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, we're, we're going to give our opinions. Do y'all here. think that you can be pro-Black and still date outside of your race? And before we even touch on that, I think it's very important to even define what being pro-Black is. Mm-hmm. Um And I think being pro-Black, I hope this definition is okay, but I think it's really just to promote support and basically engage in activities that um, advance the development of Black people and um, our economic growth. So that could look like buying in um, Black businesses as much as possible so you know the money circulates back into our communities kind of thing. Um, Means staying up to date with the social issues that are going on in the Black community um, so mm-hmm. you can take action for it. That means educating those around you, uplifting Black people, et cetera, et cetera. So with that like notion in mind, what do you guys, what's your, you know, perspective? What's your take? Um, you can absolutely be pro-Black and still 
um, date outside of your race. Um, I think it's definitely possible. However, I think in a lot of cases, um, when you do date outside of your race, you need that person to understand why you are pro-Black and also what is being pro-Black. Um, you need someone to understand, you know, racial disparities, um, why the world works like how it does, neoliberal neoliberalism, yes, um, period. you know, um, context about like slavery and stuff like that. You need your partner to understand these things because you can't have someone, because I've heard, you know, some people be like, like black women and they're in a relationship with a white man but you know they don't see color you know they they don't understand they don't like to speak on certain topics you need to see color you need to see color like people think that's color. a compliment but it really isn't because if you don't see color then that just shows that you don't see that you are privileged you don't see Pity. that so and that person needs to acknowledge their privilege and use that privilege to help you know your partner so i feel like you can absolutely absolutely be pro-black however you need to be pro-black together it can't just be one person or i feel like it'll be very it'll just be a sticky speak to him nana speak to him (laughs) very sticky situation you know you need someone who understands here you need someone who i don't know especially with kids as well if you're going to be with um you know uh someone outside of your race they need to understand that their children will be identified as black um you know so they need to understand you know how to raise a black son how to raise a black daughter um what if they get into situations in school in terms of race how are you as a as a parent who's not black going to you know take on that role in um social justice and standing up for them kind of thing so you definitely need to find somebody who you know they don't have to be black but they need to understand the black struggle and the black experiences yeah just snaps drop the mic you said it snaps all around like i don't know what else to say you're 100 correct retweet double tap, dead, re- <laughs> double tap heart, no because a hundred percent like I don't know. Obviously, you can find um, there. There are so many allies around the world. Um, not enough, but there are, there are a lot of allies around the world, and there are people who you can fall in love with who are outside of um, being black who can still understand, like not n- necessarily know what it's like, but maybe have a like sympathize or empathize. Sorry, of what it's like being black, the struggles that we face, and even like speak on that using your privilege and and your power, your knowledge, and your resources to actually help people in our community and those who you're with, especially if it's your family, sticking up for your children at school if they're facing different racist um, discrimination um, and all that stuff. So I don't know. It can be a possibility, but there are a lot of people who go into these relationships and think it's all love when it's really lust. Um, And it's complicated because it's like, (laughs) Now you're in this relationship and you think you're all Google Gaga for this woman. You have children, but now you don't know what to do with their um, when when something or, or society discriminates them. You don't know how to act on that. You're confused. Or when you say you don't see color. What do you mean you don't see color? How this do you mean? Like, <laughs> like, obviously, you have to see color because we're defined by our color, especially in this in this society. It's a hierarchy, unfortunately. Um, but it's like when you see me being disrespected by the lady in the store because I'm black and being treated differently, 
you need to see those t- different signs. Right. You cannot you need to be understand like, that it's because I am black. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. I should not leave that store with you being mute. Talk about, oh no, honey, it's okay. like obviously you're not going to know everything because at the end of the day you're not black like obviously education is going to come into play you're going to learn things over time and whatever different understandings but as a foundation Mm -hmm. i shouldn't know especially (laughs) if it's blatant i should not have to be like so you're not going to say something (laughs) (laughs) no absolutely you can't have someone who's like mute because obviously if you're silent you already chose their side you're on their side you're not on my side yeah and that goes for black men too though like some 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 people will be like super like nonchalant and be like oh i don't even think they meant anything serious by it like just relax don't deep it like excuse me yeah that's with the intersectionality though because you know black (gasps) men they do face discrimination as being black but they are men it's true they're still much higher than us in like in the social hierarchy listen just throw the whole degree at the mic (laughs) just throw the degree i'm I'm gonna go pick it up i'm gonna (laughs) show y'all no but like big facts like big facts and Mm -hmm. whoa it's complicated y'all it really is there's so (laughs) many layers to it too much too much (laughs) sadie what about you (laughs) (laughs) okay okay actually surprisingly enough i do agree with you guys um what's wrong with agreeing with us (laughs) because you said surprisingly because I feel like I knew y'all thought, especially Howard, <laughs> I knew y'all thought I was I was taking the other side. I did. Yeah. I did. Uh, okay, but I, I did. I was, I was, you know, with the whole notion that, like, you have to, <laughs> you have to date um, only Black and yeah. to be pro-Black. Um, so I feel like I, I agreed to that because I saw being pro-Black as, like, just consciously making those lifestyle choices every day to be in support of black people. And mm-hmm. so I, I saw being pro black as kind of like a religion in which you kind of do everything in your power to make decisions in support of black people. So that does include who you date or marry. So even if you do end up falling in love with someone who isn't black as a pro black person, you will consciously make that you know decision to not choose that person because you have a different you know goal or purpose Mm -hmm. and an example that I can give and I hope that this comparison isn't a stretch but like for me as a Muslim woman in Islam um it's forbidden and it's a sin to not for Muslim women to marry outside of Islam so the husband has to be Muslim Mm -hmm. and so since I am I guess pro-Islam or since I'm just trying to make my life about God kind of Mm thing um for me, I will consciously make that decision to only fall in love with a Muslim man. Now, if I do end up falling in love with someone who, you know, ticks all the boxes and he's for me, but he's just not Muslim, as a pro-Muslim woman, I will then consciously make those decisions to be like, hey, I'm so sorry, I can't partake in this um, because, you know, I have a different motive or goal in Right. That's me as a, you know, pro-Islam female. Can I ask a question? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I got a question. Um, okay, so he ticks off all the boxes, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he's like tall, dark skin, nice teeth, six yes, six, ma'am. whatever. Yes, um, he, he got some arms. Too, I know you like the arms. He got nice arms, you know. Yes, built and just right. Yes, he is of a different religion, but you know, he's still he's still God fearing. He's still faithful and stuff like that. Um, 
does it still does it still complicate things it does it does um but I feel like you see it's just it's a certain understanding that some people may or may not have it's just because I subscribe to like Islam so heavily especially because that's like my life is bigger much more bigger um than than the person who I am in a relationship with yes it does you know take a huge play in you know my life's purpose or whatever but because once again my life is about god and if god i mean at least i'm trying to make it about god and because you know the quran says don't marry it's a huge thing to not marry someone who is not muslim that is something mm-hmm. that i'll subscribe to now that is a decision that i'm making god forbid if i do end up falling in love because i know yes you can f- end up falling in love with anybody who is mm-hmm. you know as long as you know they it's just love like love is love love you can love mm-hmm. anybody i understand that but once again is making those lifestyle choices to you know choose god over everything kind of thing so that's the same lens that i viewed being pro-black as it's just having that um i don't know it's just you know always choosing to you know do things in the support of black people and i guess i viewed that in the same lens in terms of relationships but as of recently i don't know where my stance is (laughs) (laughs) anymore because now I'm just realizing that a lot of people um a lot of people just view being pro-black differently I'm just realizing that people don't have the same definition of what being pro-black is because I feel like a lot can say like black supremacy is what pro-black is and if that's the case then yes it doesn't even make sense black who is saying black supremacy I've never, never heard of those two terms. Dr. Umar. Go to Dr. Umar. How, how have to I Dr. missed Umar. that? Of course. Of course. I should have known. I should have known it was Umar. About black supremacy. I should have known he's saying raga raga like Such this. Such nonsense. Right. Such nonsense. But yeah, so no, black, black supremacy. supremacy. Obviously, if that's the notion that you believe, then obviously that would make sense for you to only date black people. But then there's there's other people... No, I've also actually also heard the argument that like black partnerships is like a black investment into the black community. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, the argument that I do keep on hearing is that like if you are pro black, which means to kind of like increase the wealth and population of black people, then how does dating interracially do that when you're um, for lack of a better term, when you're kind of like diluting the black gene? That's what I've heard as Not well. Diluting <laughs> Oh, like, I cannot with y'all. I cannot. No, I mean, honestly, I don't know. Though it's because when you think about it, though, black women are the only humans in this world who can birth anything, anybody. I can my baby. Like even if I marry or have a baby with a dark skinned man, my baby could right. come out white, come out Asian, Indian. Like, <laughs> like. I well, mean, it doesn't. The math is not mathing. No, but the it's math so is true, not mathing. No, but it's so true. Like, literally, <laughs> black women can birth anything. Mm-hmm. And like, I've heard from a lot of black women that um, the scariest thing about like giving birth for black women is they don't know how their baby is going to come out because it's mm. really that serious. So like, it's very interesting that you say like diluting the black, the black race cheese. or whatever. No, that's literally what I've heard. Because. As long as I'm part of that baby, like it will never, it'll never dilute. Like I know, but okay, let's say I once again, this is me kind of playing devil's advocate. I don't know where I stand with that whole notion of diluting the black gene, but like, (laughs) like let's just hypothetically say 
um, all of us were to get into a relationship with someone who isn't black. We all have a child. Now that by that's that by by that <laughs> child is now yes black, but that child also is fifty percent of something else. So mm-hmm. then let's see that child then goes on to marry a next person who is not black. Mm-hmm. The so, quote unquote blackness of that person is decreases. then decreases each time, and then so I guess we're not we're not contributing to one the economic growth and the population of black people, and yeah. I, I feel like that's how people view being pro black as or I guess anti black in that sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, and yeah. they don't support interracial marriage, mm-hmm. so. Me, I don't know. <laughs> no, that but, makes sense. I'd even think about like generations, like the next yeah. generation, next generation. Because I mean, honestly, fifty years from now, I feel like a lot of the generation is just going to be mixed, just the right. way that people just, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that would be very interesting. Very very interesting. Yeah. Um. I know. For me, I guess right now, all I know is that my where my my reasoning lies with the whole being pro-black notion is like um for example i read this on madame noir love madame noir um if everyone is like i guess listening to a song that kind of glorifies white or lighter skinned women Mm -hmm. um obviously that information reaches our black youth and then that becomes learned behavior and that's how some black men some of these black men grow up to quote unquote prefer these these women yeah but if there's more celebration surrounding black love um then i guess like our minds will shift and so this is not to say like preferring light-skinned women or white women is is bad it's just that we're seeing like a pattern of with again all these quote-unquote preferences and at the same time when we ask we ask these black men oh why do you prefer this they always respond through bashing black women so it's just like that's why it's mad frustrating but Mm -hmm. that's why I kind of I'm kind of like in the middle because I'm like I understand when people say yes we need to see black on black love but at the same time yes you can fall in love with whoever right so for sure but (laughs) that's just like like what you sorry to cut you off but like what you said about like the bashing black women obviously you can fall in love with whoever like we're not crazy but if I ask you like oh like you know why do you like why do you prefer like lighter skinned women or like white women oh you know black women are just blah 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 like what? Like, that was not the question. That literally was not the question. Now you're attacking me. So I'm going right. to attack you back. <laughs> like, it's just crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um, it's okay to have a preference. Oh, yeah. Don't have your sure. preference while degrading black women. Like, wh- why, exactly. does, why does one and two have to equal three? Like, it just... <laughs> just breathe. Honestly, relax. I think I think this is this is a good conversation. It's definitely yeah, a different I think- take. Because we it is a talk about, like, love. Mm-hmm. But I also like talking about love in the sense of, like, in this type of context. Not, like, love, like, you know, men, men are trash kind of thing. Exactly. But more, like, trying It's not to... everyday men are trash. We actually need to stop saying that. I was about it, to say it's, it's problematic. It's very destructive. It is. Listen. It is. It's some... self-destructive, too. It is. It is. Um, okay. and I know I'm not the one to say that because me every day. <laughs> no, Sadie, <laughs> every day yeah you need to be definitely anti-man <laughs> <Men. laughs> 
Yeah, it's a whole nother episode. Uh, it really is a whole nother it's a episode. It's a whole next episode. Catch us next week on Why Say <laughs> Damn, I'm about to be canceled. <laughs> no, what I feel means. like, no, a lot of, obviously, a lot of, just based on experience, I feel like a lot of women, especially Black women, could relate to that. Mm-hmm. I would, you know what, we need to have an episode like that where we do invite a man over, though. Y'all stay oh, tuned. Yeah, sure. Y'all stay tuned. We got big things. Big things on the way or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, once again, shout outs to all the, you know, black families, the black on yes. black, black, the Africans, the Caribbeans, the even yes. the, the Afro Latinos. Listen. Uh, yes. Keep it alive. I don't that part. Um <laughs> yeah, you know, we'd love to see black love. Um mm-hmm. and we're just doing our part in promoting it, or at least just, you know, giving I, telling people letting people know what that is mm-hmm. and what it could look like and what it could do for the black community <laughs> so uh yeah definitely enjoying this conversation but actually before we head out Ooh. we got a big ting alert big ting alert 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 big ting alert eight i know i'm like what big ting? Not, these girls don't even know but it's okay i'm gonna do it for them uh we actually have two big ting alerts uh, hey, we're gonna start with Howard. Katie, I'm confused. Me, I'm even more confused than you are. <laughs> how, are you, how are you gonna do this, Sadie? How are you gonna say big thing alert when it's not even when you? we don't even know the big thing alert? We're supposed to be on board. Listen, this is my podcast as well, okay? Me, I can do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so y'all, I got big news. Okay, so our girl Howell Berry, yeah, homegirl just finished a huge project that she has been she's been not stressing herself out she's been stressing us out no facts (laughs) i feel like i was writing the paper too no (laughs) for real she she literally has been working on this for what a year i would say about a year right or has it been longer no a year Bro, she has just finished her thesis. Virtual hands of applause. She passed and finished her thesis. She still has yet to give us our copies, but it's okay. But that's on Black Excellence. That is on Black Excellence. But yeah, no, we just, I just, me and Katie just wanted to, you know, big take her for Howa because. Because yeah. you know we're proud of you. We we saw the you put in tears. all the work. We and the tears, blood, <laughs> sweat, tears, for, social for tears, community year. tears. <laughs> yeah, no. That part. I mean, so. yeah, that that is a huge accomplishment because it's it was a journey. <laughs> it was a journey. A lot of stress. Um, but yeah, I'm glad it's done. I was also asked if I wanted to publish it. So, hey, so look at her. I'm currently working on that, you know, whatever. She's about to be published um, or whatever. You know, Y'all talk to her name in Google. Small things. Or don't talk at all. Search my name in Google. <laughs> yeah. Or make sure you reference me in your papers, you know. Hey, Very, that imagine. part. Very 2021. That crazy. part. That's crazy. <laughs> I told you you're gonna look back and laugh. Now you can laugh. I'm definitely, <laughs> honestly, honestly laugh. now I can laugh because I'm like, I don't think I can do this, you know. I you know, me and people. I told her she looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> I can laugh. I'm like, what do you mean? But yeah, now I'm here laughing. Oh, you're right. Love yeah. that for you, though. We love, yeah, we love that for you. So we're proud thank of you, sis. Thank you. Thank you. Thank we're, you. we're about you. to celebrate new big things. 
I'm that part. And obviously, I'm not going to forget Katie because. Oh, yeah. The joke is you can forget Katie. <laughs> you <do nothing. laughs> You're so ugly. Nah, this is something Katie's that you always know. doing something. Always. All the time. Something. In fact, big thing alert for just Katie being Katie. Because. <laughs> Period. <laughs> no, <laughs> actually, though. No one understands Katie how much I hate these females. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I wanted to point out she's on this amazing platform called. Uh, street voices yes. and <laughs> they just opened up a new podcast she's yeah. after doing podcast things it's called the echo video. podcast video. <laughs> video footage listen she's out here looking like a queen sitting in the middle of the throne uh-huh. of the with the hair or whatever yes y'all are doing big things no shout out to street voices as well doing big things love to see it love to see it but um yeah here for the energy i'm proud of both of y'all we're all doing he's a clown i actually was confused i actually genuinely Same, wanted to know what the like, big thing was too why didn't you tell us sadie no i'll put the page you and i was like why didn't you tell me y'all the thing with these girls yeah you can't tell them nothing because they'll just <laughs> bash it down that's why i was like nah i'm gonna just pull up I'm at the end because they can't do nothing that's but black anyway, love try to that's be, black love that is black love that's, that's pure definite sadie is pure black definition love. of black if we don't love. end it on that <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in. (laughs) And that's on Black Love. Period. (laughs) Catch y'all next time. Bye. Bye.